Welcome to mini-series episode five, creative strategies to boost employee productivity and happiness. Strategy number three is retention. Retention of your staff and keeping them you know, engaged, happy, uh, contributing, making an impact, not just doing the work is extremely good leverage for you to get more free time to go back to slide number one, which was slide number two, which showed my son and I out quadding. Again, your company, your staff need investment. That is just, you know, I could have another bucket actually on the spending accelerator that's called staff. And so however you want to make that a great experience, you can design that. You're the controller of your business. Lawyers Financial offers two things. One, a pension plan called DB Plus and employee benefits. Again, these things are, you know, create tax breaks for corporations. And the employee benefits, sometimes what we will do is we will put an employee benefit plan in place. And then we will do a webinar somewhat like this, where I will meet the staff and we'll say, hey, um, what's going on? I will give the staff tools to use. So then you look like the good person. You look like the person that introduced us and help them again for many you know we have many uh, law staff uh, so law staff who have access adult children of lawyers finance or of lawyers can access lawyers financial so if you say to your your admin assistant hey uh, you know how, you just got a mortgage did you get that mortgage life insurance then they say oh yep yep got that handled well if they got the mortgage life insurance at the bank 99% of the time it is more expensive than a simple term policy, a simple term that they could buy from Lawyers Financial and save money. So all of a sudden you haven't given them a raise, but you've put more net money in their pocket and they will be thankful for that. And that starts to build culture. Strategy number four, we're into the bonus kind of area. I would say it, you know, whisper strategy, you can call it whatever you want, but this is, this, is, this is things that are maybe a little more creative. And again, talk to your accountant. They are your they're your ally. I always do this. I'd say to my accountant, Hey, um, fitness and health is important to my staff. What happens if I pay for my staff's gym pass? One thing that we did was it was a big one was cell phones. So, you know, when, when a staff member is asking for a raise, they're asking for net more net money in their hands. And so when you start thinking of it like that, as saying, okay, if I'm going to look at it, like from your standpoint, you want net more money. If you get a raise, I haven't figured out the math, but you think a person wants a raise of a few dollars an hour and you say, okay, but then you got to pay CPP, you got to pay benefits or EI. Uh, and so then you know, it's like, and your payroll goes up. So maybe your WCB goes up and you say, okay, well, what about if I give you a hundred dollars towards your cell phone or, you know, for some sole practitioners and, and in my case, I could add them to my plan. And so I'll say, I'll pay your cell phone bill. What is it? Oh, it's 89 bucks. I'll pay up to a hundred dollars a month. So now I've got a write-off. I've got a write-off for a cell phone because we are remote sometimes. So my staff can be remote sometimes and they need their cell phone because we use Zoom for our phones and they they get calls right through to the Zoom app on their phone that call in the office. So it's justified. But that now is a write-off for me at 100 and they don't have a cell phone bill anymore. And they're happy because their net cash flow goes up. Again, there's other creative things. I put the picture of the boat. Maybe you have a, you know, a really big yacht or a fancy boat. Ask your accountant, what happens if you take your staff out for a day of fishing on the boat? Can your law corp rent your boat for a day to take the staff out? If you've got a, maybe a recreation retreat, you know, I saw some people in Vancouver, you got a place at Whistler 
or the ski hill. Can your law court put on an employee and spouse retreat at your at your chalet? And can your chalet rent that out to your law court? Again, everyone needs to talk to their accountant, but just try and get the, you know, the ideas flowing. I'm switching gears now a little bit to investment order. And now we're talking about investments inside your law corp. So for any of you who have a law corp or are thinking about getting a law corp and you are, you know, you've heard or read, you know, should I do investing? And I'm talking about investments in stocks, bonds, funds, ETFs inside your law corp. There's a real subtle thing. Here's a law corp and a person. And this person has growth stocks in their TFSA. Okay, so you have a TFSA that has growth stocks or an RSP. So that account is personally owned. In the law corp, you have an investment account, a non-registered or what they call an open investment account. And they have fixed income in there because they're kind of being a little more conservative. Because you want to be like, you know, conservative with the investments. If you look fixed income inside a corporation, so even a GIC, a bond fund, you know, say use a GIC at 4% is a GIC in the investment account in the law corp. That attracts 50% tax on that growth. So the net is only 2%. In this particular case, and again, talk to your accountant, talk to your advisor, but we could switch we could switch the allocation. So for some people, having a little bit of growth stocks and having some fixed income make up a good balanced portfolio. So when you look at not just the individual accounts you have, and often you know advisors will just say, oh, well, you're balanced. We'll just have all of your law corp, your RSP, your TFSA. We'll just put it all in the same fund. If you want to get a little bit more strategic, you could look at all the money you have so let's say in this case, you want it to be 50-50. You're like, I'm kind of up the middle. I want some fixed income and I want some growth, but I'm 50-50. I'm a balanced person. Okay. So on a million dollar account, you would have 500 in fixed income, 500 in growth stocks. In this case, we could flip the fixed income and put 500 fixed income into your personal accounts, like your RSP or TFSA, and we'd have 500 in growth stocks inside your corp. And what does that do? All of a sudden, you've now created capital gains tax in your law corp and isn't attracting 50% tax that the fixed income is getting. On the same vein of investments in, in fees, it's important, hot topic a few years ago. Uh, what I would talk about is making sure, or if you've got, again, in this, I will preface, and I'll make this bigger in a second. I will preface that the fee-based accounts, usually the doors start to open above about 300 to 500,000. That's the reality that the truly fee-based where you get an invoice for the, 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 the investments that you have, usually it's three to 500,000. Now, what is it? Well, a mutual fund invested in your law corp, the fees are not tax deductible. The fees are buried in what's called the MER or the management expense ratio. So for just to back up, if you, if you don't know that, or you have mutual funds or you're thinking about them, mutual funds have a management expense ratio. And what that means is if you get, say on your statement, you see a 7% return 
and your management expense ratio is two, you actually got a 9% return and they took 2% off for the fee and you saw seven. But it's it's in the fund. It's, it's not a secret. They tell you about it. They have to disclose it. But it is more sort of buried in there. If you have a law corp and you're you know able to get a fee-based account, Lawyers Financial uses Fiera Capital. Again, you can look them up uh, on the line. But for a privately managed account, if you can get this fee-based in your law corp, the fees are tax deductible. So again, on smaller accounts, this isn't a huge advantage. But once you're talking three, four, five hundred, a million, two million, this tax savings becomes material. 